Hey, what's up guys? It's Tay Alexis and welcome to Saving Us. Welcome to my very first podcast, y'all. Are y'all excited? Because I am freaking lit, okay? I am so happy to finally be here with you guys and I'm so honored to finally be able to do this and it's really a blessing. And before I get into anything, I want to thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day and listening to my very first podcast. It is very much so appreciated. So let's just dive into today's topic. It is very controversial and it's a very sad story, but I still feel the need to talk about it because it is very important and it is happening too much and too often still in the 21st century and when it's supposed to be a new day and it's just like the old days. Today we're going to be talking about Ahmaud Arbery. Um, before I even say anything or before I dive into this, I just want to state that I do know that the two McMichaels have been arrested and charged, but it's very important to know the difference between charged and sentenced or convicted. Charged just means that you're arrested and that you can be put out on bail or you're just in jail, but there's no guarantee that the justice is served or that you will do time that is due. So guys, as of, even though the charges have been made, they have not been convicted. Being convicted is when you get your sentence and that is when you know if justice is served because remember, George Zimmerman was charged but he was not convicted. So we're going to keep talking about this as much as we need, as long as we need, because it is not over until justice is served. And even when justice is served, it's still not over because a 25-year-old man was still shot and killed three times by two white men who felt threatened by the color of his skin. So I just want to say that. I hope you guys are down. I hope you're ready. Let's talk about this right now. So um, Ahmaud Arbery was a 25-year-old african-american male who lived in georgia he was out for a jog you know minding his business in i would say a predominantly caucasian neighborhood now we know that we don't know but we heard by the way of news or you know social media that there had been recent robberies within this neighborhood so i don't really know how that correlated to ahmad but that's what the excuse was for these two Caucasian men, father and son, when they approached Mr. Aubrey. So yeah, he was jogging in a predominantly Caucasian neighborhood, obviously, and this was all caught on video. And he was jogging and he was stopped by two white men who were father and son by the last name of McMichael. I don't know their first names. I didn't care to know their first names. I am just know their last names and that's McMichael and their father and son. The father was, uh, he's an old cop. So, you know, cool points for him, I guess, when he's at the police station. But, you know, had there been a black man, that wouldn't matter. But yeah, he was an old cop. Uh, I wonder how that was for him. What was what was his what was his service like? Did he pull over every black man he saw because he felt threatened or he fit a description? Because honestly, guys, that's what it sounds like when I'm now that I'm thinking about it. It sounds like he's just, you know, profiling. He just profiled. It doesn't sound like this is what it is. He profiled Mr. Arbery while he was jogging. But yeah, the two men caught themselves doing a citizen's arrest and they stopped Mr. Aubrey. Now, this youngest son is the one who, in the because the video was released, this youngest son is the one who it was in the video we saw was the one who was actually approaching Mr. Aubrey while the father was in the back of the truck or whatever. So the two men claimed to have been making a citizen's arrest against Mr. Aubrey because he fit a simple description. 
He was a black male jogging and he fit a simple description. If that's not profiling, I simply don't know what it is. He fit the description of the men who were, who I guess were robbing this neighborhood. Now let's say that these two white men were in my neighborhood and they were, you know, I don't know, selling edibles to kids. I don't know. And they just fit a description, but they weren't them. And I call myself making citizens arrest and I pull out my shotgun and I'd shoot you three times because you fit a description. So now I'm profiling you. Now, where does that make sense? Where, where do you think that's right to just profile someone off of the color of their skin and not facts? Profiling is not facts. When you are calling yourself doing something like a citizen's arrest, I think the biggest thing that you need to know is the facts. Because even police do this. They profile us and they see the color of our skin and they just assume. And honestly, guys, you know what they say when you assume. You make an ass out of you and me. But I'm not going to say that. Well, honestly, they, that's what they did for themselves. But yeah, so that's what police do when they see us. They profile us. They automatically assume that we are who we are because of the color of our skin and not because of the facts presented to them. When doing stuff like this, I really think that you guys need to think about the facts because without the facts, you have nothing. You just have a gut feeling. And I'm sorry, we're not all Olivia Pope. So, yeah, the two men shot him on February 23rd, and he was shot three times, and it was all caught on video. The video was turned into the authorities, and the authorities had this video for two months. No arrests had been made until yesterday, which was May the 7th. Today is May the 8th, Mr. Aubrey's birthday, which he would have been 26 years old. Rest in peace. Um, yeah, so no... No arrests had been made for two months. The authorities had this video which showed everything that, honestly, I think that they needed. They, the authorities claimed that the two men had been acting well within their rights by doing a citizen's arrest and by, having, and by doing self-defense. I want to know why, why they thought a citizen's arrest caused for a shotgun. And how were they doing a self-defense? How were they acting within self-defense? The only person in that who was acting within self-defense was Mr. Aubrey. Because if you approach me with a shotgun and expect me not to attack you or defend myself, you are out of your mind. There is no reason why that is how that can be their right. I, I don't I don't know. I think that it's not more so a right. It's just more so a white privilege and the fact that he's an ex-cop because self-defense is when you don't is not when you start a problem, but it's when you defend yourself against a problem that has been brought to you. I'm just going to say that first and foremost. So the only person who was well within their rights and who had their rights taken from them was Mr. Aubrey. Never was it these two Caucasian men who approached him looking for a problem. And honestly, guys, I don't think the cop, the ex-cop realized that you're a retired cop. So you may have been a cop, but you're no longer a cop. So you're, you shouldn't be acting like a cop. How I, I have a serious question. How often do people do citizen's arrest? I have always wondered that, especially with this. How often are citizen's arrests actually done? I don't think it was a citizen's arrest. I think it was racial profiling and two racist men acting well within their personality and well within their white privilege rights taking the innocent african-american male's life and i i'm not a racist person i 
want to say that right now, but I, I, I do have strong dislike feelings towards people who, white people who profile, judge, are prejudiced, are racist for no reason at all. Because you feel threatened by the color of my skin? Well, baby girl, I can't change the color of my skin. It is who I am. It's a part of me. And it took me a little while to be here, but I'm very much so proud of the skin that I'm in. And I'm not going to change that or dim that, that down, dim down my blackness because you're threatened by the color of my skin. Baby girl, move to a different country. You don't belong here. Because in this country, we're all supposed to be united and together. We're supposed to be, but that's not what it is. I mean, look at the president for this. <laughs> look at that man. But anyway, I'm going to get back on topic. So these two men were had their freedom for 74 days while Mr. Aubrey was dead and his family was left without any answers and no justice was served. So he had a mother who was in pain because the police were simply not doing their job. They sat on this video for two months until it was leaked to the public. Leaked because the police didn't release it and I'm very much so... I'm con I'm like I want to say that the only reason that justice or not justice but the only reason that these two men were arrested was a simple fact that the the public had found out about it and they had an uproar and it was a serious problem but not because of the content of the video and not because the two men were wrong but just because demands were being made protests were being had and just a simple demand that we wanted justice and that these two men did not deserve to still have their freedom. The two men had their freedom for 74 days. And I don't, I don't like, I just want to say like, had that been a African-American father and son, and that had been a white man jogging in his, in a predominantly African-American neighborhood, would the, the circumstances still be the same? Had a African-American father and son, ex-cop father said, yeah, we were just making a citizen's arrest because he fit the description of the horrific break-ins in our neighborhood. And so we felt it was our right to arrest him with a shotgun. And he was wrong, even though we're not completely sure that he had anything to do with these robberies. We're just going to go ahead and act on it. Oh, yeah. And he got shot three times. Remind you, he was innocent. But it, it was a big mistake. You know me. I'm a cop. I would never do anything like that. Would, would the circumstances still be the same? And I'm going to let you know this right now. It wouldn't. The circumstances would not still be the same. We would not be talking about it. And honestly, the day that the video had got to the authorities and the day that the murdering had happened, it would have been a case solved. And I'm sorry to say that, but it's very much true that in America, African-Americans are just so much seen so as a threat and they're seen we're seen as not worth it not worth looking into not worth the facts not worth justice apparently because we have a reputation or we have this reputation of being aggressive assertive <laughs> black women have this reputation of being seen difficult aggressive assertive when honestly guys it's just what you guys put on us it's what you do to us it's not who we are it's what you think of what's what you think when you see me it's not because of who i am it's because you already have these thoughts and these notions in your head of what i am or who i am or what i'm about but never once did you stop and ask me or get to know me who i am but no 
you feel threatened by the color of my skin. So you don't want to give me a job or you don't want to allow me into your nice, cool groups. You want to make me change my hair. Oh, wait, you want to shoot me three times because I fit a description. I'm sorry. Get over yourself. So I think when I say that, I I like when I talk about this or when I, I get very emotional or sensitive, not because, oh, well, yeah, because it's an emotional topic, but because it's not right. And so many years later, after segregation, after Martin's dream, after Malcolm X, after all these things, after Tamir Rice, we are still dealing with it. After Tavon Martin, after Sandra Bland, after after so many people, so many not people, but so many African-Americans, we are still dealing with such things like being shot in a street three times because you feel threatened by me. We're still dealing with things like police brutality because we fit a profile. (laughs) It's so crazy because they want you to trust them. And I'm not saying I know that all police aren't bad. I know that for a fact. But this is about the ones who are bad. I'm sorry, but baby, you don't deserve that badge and you definitely don't deserve that gun if you feel threatened every time you see a black person. Get a new profession because it's not for you. Because... I could say that I feel threatened every time a white male looks at me, but I don't say that because I know all white men aren't the same. But I damn well sure can say that every time a white man looks at me in a grocery store and he looks at me like he wants to, I don't know, put me in the back of his truck oh, and just take me home, I could say I feel threatened. I could call 911 or maybe I could take out my shotgun, but I don't have that because, you know, I don't really believe in guns. But still, it's just not right, guys, and I think that we really need to start thinking about that not us not africans americans but because as for white people and i'm not saying that all white people are the same i have many white friends and they're all very cool but this is really about the ones who are not i think that you really just need to do a check what's inside of yourself and with yourself and just ask yourself what is wrong with me that when i look at an innocent african american person and just because of the history I feel threatened automatically. And also ask yourself, does that African-American person feel threatened when they look at you? Because if I'm being honest, due to the history, if anyone should feel threatened or scared for their life, it should be any person of color. But you, baby, do not have that. You shouldn't feel that way. Because if I'm being honest, we have not given you a reason to feel that way. We have not given you a reason to fear us. And um, I want to ask you, if you look at a black person and you start to feel scared, fearful, or threatened by what we might do to you, I'm really just going to ask you to check yourself. Because honestly, guys, it is only us who should be fearing you for what you have done to us, for what you continue to do to us and how you continue to treat us. We should be scared of you. So if you're going to continue to look at it that way and separate us through that, is America really united? Or are we just still separated because of the color of our skin? I mean, we have a president who is locking kids in cages. Innocent kids. It seems to be a common denominator here that you guys take innocent people 
and you destroy their lives and you don't feel wrong about it you I don't know you start to feel what you're doing is right I mean you kill an innocent African-American man and call it a citizen's arrest and even though he was innocent you still think it was right because he fit a description well you know I could tell you that you fit a description you fit a description of a Caucasian family a white family early and early early in life before many African-Americans were here who would go to a different continent, take African-Americans, enslave them, and make them work for you for little to nothing and would deny them their freedom every single day. You fit the description of a slave owner. You fit the description of racist Ku Klux Klans. You fit the description of any person who has ever lynched an African-American person. That is a description that you're fitting. It may be different and its circumstances may be totally different, but that is what I'm going to associate you with. Since you want to associate me with horrible things and every time you look at me, you want to feel threatened. That's what I'm going to associate you with. So check yourself because it goes both ways and we can't move on and we can't grow and we can't expect change if you are not willing to change yourself and change the way you look at the world. Because that old vision of what the world's supposed to be and how it's gonna be, baby girl, that's not working no more. It's not working, it's not, it's not, it's simply not working. So before you expect change, I'm gonna ask you what can be changed with inside of yourself before you expect me to change my colors. Hey guys, thank you so much for sticking it out with me all the way to the end of this podcast. It is very much so appreciated from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for listening to what I have to say. And please be sure to follow Saving Us at Saving Us Podcast on all social media platforms, excluding Facebook. And remember, if the best version of yourself only benefits you, it is simply the second best. I'll catch you guys next time. Peace and love.